What brings you joy? Interestingly enough, this was a question that was asked at a business dinner that I was at with my first vendor friend when I worked at a education company that sold um, art materials. We had a vendor um, and his name was Bill DeVellos and he was an amazing human and we were sort of just playing a get to know you game with a table a round table full of people having dinner after a long conference day and one of the questions was what brings you joy and so I said I know it's a business dinner but and he said business business like this is family and fellowship now we're not we're not doing business anymore and I said well I just would be remiss to say to not say that Jesus Christ brings me joy. And he reached in his collar and he pulled out a crucifix and he says, I'm right there with you, sister. I love that years later, I am working with his family. Bill lives um, in heaven with Jesus and I miss him, but it brings me joy to know that he is with Christ. So, What brings you joy? This is week three of the Advent series on the meaning of the Advent candles. And I'm following the Light One Candle hymn that I totally made fun of. But hope, peace, and this week is joy. So let's talk about what brings you joy. So for me, joy, what brings me joy, I'll tell you right now, grandchildren. Birth and joy are definitely connected. And the irony of that is clearly Advent is waiting, not just for the birth of baby Jesus in Christmas, but also um, Christ coming again. So the birth of Christ is definitely joyful. The birth of your own children is a joyful moment in your life, even when it's surrounded by like emergency cesarean or, you know, maybe babies born preemie or something like that. There's still that joy of the birth of a child. The birth of a grandchild just is like joy on joy. Whoa. So cool. Um, On completely the flip side of that, I can honestly say I experienced joy when my mom went to heaven. I was lucky enough to be there. And my sister said, Granny took her last breath. And I felt so peaceful. I felt so like, oh my gosh, Jesus just came and got my mom. And there was that moment of joy, of course, before the reality of my earthly head that then realized that I wasn't going to be able to kiss my mom's face anymore. 
but the joy of knowing that she will be there in heaven waiting with my savior is good i also feel that joy in worship and particularly in communion and i think that is the presence of god i did a lot of um research in terms and when i say a lot that's ridiculous but in my research um there is about 242 verses in the niv version of the bible that translation of the bible 242 verses with joy in it and i started to recognize sort of a pattern but i think as humans we get the definition of joy a little bit mixed up in fact um webster says the definition of joy is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. Hmm, interesting on that. That's as a noun or as a verb to rejoice. Oh, okay. But I liked a little bit better when I saw, I don't even know what this referenced, but I liked that it said the exciting feeling of being blessed, huge happiness. That seemed to resonate a little bit more. Um, I'm not sure what the, I'm trying to figure out how to cite this source other than Microsoft Bing did this automatic definition. But then, crazily, it added in um, an emotion evoked by well-being, success, good fortune, or the prospect of possessing what one desires, delight. It's a feeling of great happiness and delight that comes from success, good fortune, a sense of well-being. Joy could also be described as a state of happiness or felicity. Yeah, no, I don't think so, but I liked that exciting feeling of being blessed and huge happiness. So, you know, I started looking at these Bible verses and I realized that we misunderstand joy as if we have anything to do with joy. Joy is from God. Happiness is situational. And I think to fully understand God, you have to know who God is and you have to accept that God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit is your God. That Jesus came as a baby for all lived, died on the cross, went to hell, rose again, lived on earth for another 40 days, 
and then ascended alive. Ascended, didn't die again. He ascended alive and will come again. And that is where joy comes from. As I was trying to wrap my head around the true meaning of joy, for me, I always go to New Testament. I always look for the red letters of Jesus Christ's words. And interestingly enough, it starts with the word of God. In Matthew 13, 20, Mark 4, 16, and Luke 18, 13. So in three out of the four gospels, joy is talked about in those three gospels as it applies to the word of God. And it is Jesus who is speaking and he is telling the story about the even cooler part of this whole Jesus thing is that he doesn't leave us empty-handed. He says he's going to send his Holy Spirit to be with us as our comforter and as our guide and as our counselor and as our helper. And so joy comes with the Holy Spirit. So more joy, more Jesus, because obviously the Holy Spirit is part of the triune God. And in Acts, I picked out a few of the joy verses from the epistles, which are the books after the gospels. And in Acts 13.52, and the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. Also in Romans, I will scroll quietly to Romans, and it is 14.17. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And then to back this all up yet again in Galatians chapter what? Chapter 5, verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. Joy is a gift from the Holy Spirit. It is, it is the fruit we produce when we know Christ. And can people be kind or good who don't know Jesus? Yep, they can. But it's, it's more temporary. Joy and peace come from Christ. And that true joy, that true feeling of huge happiness, the exciting feeling of being blessed, isn't 
circumstantial at all. I think people who are good and kind that don't know Jesus are probably surrounded by the Holy Spirit because God is waiting for them and patiently waiting for them to come to know who God is and accept this beautiful gift. Who is Jesus? That was like the last little sip of my Diet Coke and I was so worried it was going to go, but it didn't. I, of course, did, but it did not. Anyways, um, but joy and peace, especially that, well, both of them, but joy, because we're talking about it, is that, that feeling of knowing you are okay, despite anything that is happening. That moment of joy when my mom went to heaven, of course, got clouded instantly with tears and sadness because she's gone. And yet, that feeling that everything is okay and as it should be is still there and still present. Doesn't mean that I don't miss her and not that I don't still feel the grief and feel the pain. And especially at Christmas. And you know what? Joy to the world and it's the most wonderful time of the year isn't always so true at Christmas. Sometimes our hearts are heavy because life is different as we know it. Sometimes our hearts are heavy because the pressure to have the most beautiful Christmas or the best gifts or you want your family to be all together and you don't want war in the world or any kind of sadness or grief or sickness or anything like that. But life is busy and messy and broken and mental health issues are real and financial issues are real and marital issues are real and relationships issues are real and sickness is real. But Jesus is real and overcomes all of it. And maybe not in this earthly lifetime, but when somebody dies because of sickness. And often you'll hear somebody say, you know, oh, they lost their battle to diabetes or they lost their battle to cancer or they lost their battle to um, dementia. I always think, okay, they may have lost the battle, but Christ wins the war. Christ is victorious over death and sickness and sin and has taken them home to be whole and to live eternally. And that is a joyful moment, right? So joy is the result of Jesus in the word, in the, in the flesh, 100% God, 100% man, baby Jesus, um, (laughs) preacher man Jesus, Jesus on the cross, Jesus, resurrected Jesus, and ascended Jesus. 
and then Jesus in the form of the Holy Spirit. And then we bear that fruit when we have the joy of Jesus. We have the Holy Spirit. And, and the Holy Spirit comes to us in prayer. The Holy Spirit comes to us in communion. The Holy Spirit comes to us when we are baptized. The Holy Spirit comes to us when we are in the Word of God and we when we are in fellowship with each other. And that is such a joyful thing and makes me so happy and makes me do this podcast because I want everybody to have that joy. I want everybody to open joy for Christmas. I wish it were that easy, right? Just here, open joy for Christmas and your life will be better, right? Maybe you'll still have the mental health issues, the financial issues, the blah, 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 blah issues that we are talking about. But you also know that all of those things Jesus took to the cross and all those things die with Jesus and Jesus raises again and gives us the opportunity to raise with him when we lose our our earthly life. And that is good stuff, right? Super interesting. I've been watching some Christmas movies. I'm off on a brief medical leave because I had droopy eyelid surgery. And I'm really grateful because I got through it really well, um, had minimal bruising, and so far everything's healing well. Um, but I also, I think I was just so nervous about it and nervous that, you know, I wasn't, I didn't get everything done around my house that I would have liked to. And, you know, anytime I miss work, I always feel nervous about that, even if it is a medical leave. Um, so I had some anxiety and that was trying to rob my joy. And that was an expression my mom used a lot is don't let anything rob your joy because your joy is Jesus and nobody can ever, ever take that away from you. When we open that gift of joy, it's ours forever. And that's amazing. Um, And so just doing this podcast has brought that joy back. And I think we just constantly get that opportunity like Ebenezer Scrooge to be reminded that we might be sinful and we might forget to keep our eye on Christ. So we get these reminders and things like a visit to um, Paul's Mom and Dad, oh my gosh, so much joy. A haircut this week, so much joy. Thank you, Grace. Lunch with friends, Maureen and Grace, and my friend Margie, who I call Hello Kitty. Um, so much joy. Children's program, Sam singing the little drummer boy and in a little penguin costume. Adorable my sister Susie's birthday and her joy 
in just anything I give her as a gift is always received with such gratitude, joy in church family, joy in knowing that no matter how I look, what I do, God is so good and my joy is complete in Jesus Christ. When we are connected to our friends in Christ, there's joy there. It was so heartwarming when Judy shared that she loves the Advent series. I'm like, yay. And Bob, thank you for sharing it on Facebook. Phyllis, you're a constant listener. And um, Becca, thank you so much, both Beccas. And Leah, I know that you listen, and Abby, I believe my youngest listener, thank you so much, and Evan is a new listener. I know I forget to shout people out, Leslie, Trudy, um, probably Randy, some of my own family members, I forget to shout you out. Uh, Jenny, it was so delightful that she shared with her mom and dad, like, come on, Look for ways to recognize joy. This is classic hippie Christian challenge. But are you recognizing your joy? Are you recognizing the gift of the Savior that has been given to you? And if you are not somebody who you would say it is a full-fledged believer, you haven't actually opened that gift, you haven't accepted that gift, look for it because it's right in front of you. And if you're ready, just say, Hey, Jesus, you're my savior. Boom. Done. Awesome. Right. And for those of us who know, but sometimes we take it for granted, don't recognize joy in all the circumstances when you're Christmas shopping and when you are making cookies and when you are decorating and when you're Clark Griswolding with the lights outside and all the things and traffic and snowy roads and icy roads and travel delays and all the things, look for the joy and know that joy to the world is Jesus to the world. And for that, we can definitely have joy in our hearts. All right, one more week of Advent. So one final story before we close this third week of Advent podcast. Joy comes in those Christmas plays by children. And I'm pretty sure I've told the story before of when we lived in Millington, Tennessee, and my sister and I did the whole story of the nativity ourselves. My sister would have been probably like seven-ish, and I would have been five. So I guess that would make her eight, because I was born in 65. She was born in 62. So she was eight. I was five. And she played Mary, and I played... (coughs) 
sorry about that and I played every single other role a baby doll played the baby Jesus but yeah I was Joseph I was the donkey I was the shepherd I was the kings I was everything and it brings me so much joy to remember doing that play and my mom probably making my all four of my brothers watch us do it but such a great memory with my sister and it totally captures the joy that even kids have in their heart at Christmas so capture that joy recognize that joy accept that joy and know that that joy comes from Jesus see you next time thank you Thank you.